0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: All right. Last leg here on six rings and football things. We have talked about the new coaches. We've talked about veteran departures and of course paid our flowers and due deference to the retirement of Patriots legend. Matthew Slater. Now let's clean everything else up in Isle Patriots with a little Pets Paris. We need production or some sort of official intro for that. Now we've been doing the segment for so long. Pets. <laughs> All right. Just record that trip. That'll be fine. That's what We got, <laughs> um, uh, yesterday, you know, as we anticipate the combine in Indianapolis coming up soon, I actually watched a little cause it was a holiday and the kids were home and, and uh, during a lazy lunchtime, I saw, A, caught the fourth quarter, fourth period, whatever you call it, and overtime of uh, the Boston Cannons winning the professional lacrosse league uh, championship series. That was awesome. Uh, bringing another title back to Boston. Well done. Um, and then I also saw some of the HBCU combine on NFL Network. First time I ever saw it, I'd never even heard of it before in complete ignorant profession. Um, that, for those not in the know, that is the historically black colleges and universities combine um gotta say i saw some dudes out there yesterday who look like they have some sunday talent quarterbacks a lot of running backs who had like 1800 total yards 20 touchdowns um there are four that were written up on nfl network just some names i want to throw out there uh florida a&m rattlesnake quarterback jeremy musa the dude looks like he can chuck it north carolina central eagles quarterback davius richard North Carolina, AT&T, at and Aggies receiver, Taman cook and Winston Stalem state Rams wide receiver, RJ Mobley. Those were the four offensive impact players from the combine yesterday. Um, Andy, have you heard of any of those guys seen anyone else from that as well? Um, and I can't think of any stars of the HBCU combine who one day became legacy Patriots or impactful players, but maybe you can course correct me on that.
0: So, I don't know any um, HBCU combine players, but there's been plenty of HBCU players in the NFL over the years. I do think um, the talent is getting spread out more over college football, um, and they're always going to find the athletes, whether it's division three, division two, or HBCU, they're going to find them. um, And this is a way to promote those guys. I think Deion Sanders has brought some uh, attention to that area. Um, There's another former player who's coaching a a HBCU school right now that I'm drawing a blank on, but they have definitely um, trying to elevate the idea that there's athletes there. There's athletes that can absolutely fill out an NFL roster or at the very least deserve to be invited to a 90 man training camp and compete in the preseason and in that way. So I think you're going to see more and more handful sprinkling of guys um, from those areas. And it's sort of the classic, well, we can draft a backup or we can sign a backup from like Oklahoma, or we can bring a guy who was a star at one of these HBCU schools. I, I might take a chance on the star, you know, we Kyle Duggar, you know, he was at division two, yep. Lenore Ryan. like these, the, these guys and, and all the players always laugh about it. I remember McCourty always just say, every time he talked about Doug, like I always ask him like, you're one of the best all-around athletes I've ever seen. How did you end up at Lenore Ryan, a D2 school? and like, But the same is true for the HBCU kids, so it's cool. And they're getting more and more opportunities. They also have now like the regional combines in the spring, Mm -hmm. um, scouting combines, so there's some of that. You don't just have to – it used to be, I think, in the old days, if you didn't get to one of the bowls and you didn't get to the actual combine, it was like, well, the writing might be on the wall. I think there are a lot more paths now to NFL opportunities.
1: Which is great because just because you didn't happen to, you know, you didn't catch on at Alabama or because you weren't in SEC, ACC, or Big 10, which is technically now the Big 18 stud or standout, doesn't mean that you don't have Sunday talent or can't catch on on a roster and uh, ultimately, you know, showcase that you have professional football talent. Maybe a lot, you know, and maybe this is something where more combines and maybe the NFL will be able to work with the UFL if that's a success this spring and turn into a true feeder and developmental yep. league so that if you're not ready that you just come out of a smaller school or an HBCU, or whatever, and you definitely, you, you want to make football your life. You've got the passion. You think you can get uh, be a fifth receiver, a third, a third down back, a special team, or maybe you can go and workshop those skills for another year or two. And then one day get your tryout and make some impact. I'd love to see it as well, just because I can't get enough football, but it looked to me like there was, I wish I, I apologize. There's a name, Jardavian something or other. This kid had like 1850 yards, touchdowns galore. Like he was one of the top backs in the country last year. And I know he's playing lower level talent. He's not running into the teeth of the Ohio State or Michigan defense, but like these dudes can play. So it'd be great to see him catch on and get their opportunity. Um, it is officially tag day, Andy. Today is yeah. the first day of the franchise tag. Uh, as we discussed on Terrestrial Radio over the weekend, the Patriots have a number of candidates that uh could very well be tagged as do other teams so i'll ask you a twofold question for your analysis sir number one do you believe anyone will be tagged on the patriots and who would it be and who would you like to see not get tagged elsewhere that the patriots can get after so i'll start with the second first uh the not
0: tagged i've been on the t higgins train for a couple years now you know that um i think he
1: said it's getting awkward
0: it's it is um he's the best opportunity in my mind to take a guy who's a two and say you know what you deserve a shot to be a one and we're gonna throw some money at you and believe you're gonna elevate your game and elevate our offense and our quarterback whoever that is doesn't seem like it's likely sounds like they're trying to keep the band together i already saw like er- a lot of early super bowl predictions i think are being built off oh they're gonna tag t higgins joe mm-hmm. burrows back maybe the bengals are a super bowl contender this year so i've seen some of those um Bengals Packers seem or Chiefs Packers Bengals Packers seem to be hot Super Bowl predictions if you're in that early game which is a little weird since nothing has actually happened yet in the offseason
1: but one point that they made this morning on hello good morning it's football or whatever the hell I was watching was um you know the Bengals because of they finished not even though they were nine and eight and like look damn good enough to be a playoff team to me at the end of the season with Jake Browning at quarterback as opposed to Joe Burrow um, they did finish fourth in the in the AFC North, which means they get a fourth-place schedule this year. Oh, and they get Joe Burrow back, and they have an S-ton of salary cap money and a bunch of draft picks as well. So that's why you should watch out for Ben's gals this year. It's weird. When you have a franchise quarterback, things seem to just fall into place. Even when you get hurt, they kind of fall into place. It's the
0: damnedest yeah. thing.
1: Sets a I, tone. I mean, a book it now. I don't know if, you, if FanDuel has this as a bet yet. I know you can bet futures for Super Bowl champion. Can I bet on the participants in the AFC championship? Because... Uh, it's worth a sprinkle to do a Bengals Chiefs run back, right?
0: Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. who knows? You always get injuries or whatever. But um, yeah. I, well, I think there's. You've now got. Uh, I've talked about this, and I love it. The four QB rotation. You got Mahomes. You got Burrow. You got Allen, mm-hmm. and you got Lamar. And like, give me any two of those four, and I feel like I'll be excited to watch that AFC Championship game in January. Um, so to talk about the tag from a Patriots perspective. Um, I know there's been a late push by Mike Reese and others that they should tag Kyle Duggar. Um, that leads me to believe that they are being told that there's a chance they tag Kyle Duggar. So I think Kyle Duggar is becoming maybe the front runner Ooh.
1: to get a tag. And I think that number's 16 and change. Um, That's a nice. I mean, now with Adrian Phillips gone, you're not sure what to do with Mapu. Yeah, my problem free is safety.
0: it sets a tone. You need a free safety. And right. why are you. Tagging Dugger, what exactly is the end game? Because if you pay him sixteen and change this year, then he's going to want to raise from that next year when he hits free agency again. You're not going to tag him again because you're not going to give him a twenty five percent raise off of that and pay him twenty million dollars next year. If you want Dugger, mm-hmm. I, I you can sell me on you want Dugger. So sign it. Okay. Do a, do do a deal. Do a four year sixty million dollar contract or whatever the hell the number would end up being. Um, and do a deal. I personally think he's the least um, enticing of the guys I'd want to retain. Uh, I've talked about it with you. It's a big nut to get Hunter Henry on the franchise tag because it's a twenty five percent raise over last year. Um, and I think you got to keep on Wenu. Now, I don't really want to tag him. I want to sign him. Um, but if you do some sort of tagging to delay to give you the opportunity to sign him, you guys aren't quite close enough yet, whatever. I'm for that, but I would go Mike on when it my top priority. Same. Hunter Henry's my second priority. And I can, I can take it or leave it with Kyle Duggar, quite honestly.
1: Yeah, I know. I it's, uh, it's funny. I, I, I want them to like, I, oh, why do we definitely need first. And then after that, I sort of get into like, yeah, I kind of want Anthony Jennings cause he was pretty good last year in a backup sure. role. Oh, I yeah. don't want to overpay for Josh Uche. I, I, I haven't seen, I don't think he's three down enough for me. And I think the, you know, Keon White will help you make Keon White will help you generate the pass rush that you may lose from Uche and his situational work. Duggar would be great. I don't think he's worth Jesse Bates money. And if he's going to try to go get top of the market, Derwin James money, best of luck. I draft somebody. I mean, Antoine Winfield's also going to get paid as well. We'll see if he gets tagged or if he gets. Uh, I know the Buccaneers have to figure out what they're going to do with Mike Evans and Baker Mayfield and Antoine Winfield, and they don't have the financial latitude the Patriots do. So you want T Higgins. I understand that. Uh, I want Tyron Smith because I just want a mountain of humanity at left tackle for a couple of years, draft some tackles, help have them learn, you know, solder style behind the mat light, if you will. Um, Trent Brown, <laughs> adios amigo, farewell to you and best, best of luck wherever it is you end up. Um, And I'd get on when you imagine if they, if they sign a deal with a and they bring in Tyron Smith, all of a sudden now you've got 700 pounds of excellent uh, at at your tackle spot. So whoever's playing quarterback, Andy, whether it's, uh, Jacoby Brissett, Russell Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones, Andy Hart, Thomas Stevens, whoever, like they're going to have a chance to make a play and the run game is going to benefit because you've got some dudes out there that can hold their ground. So, um, that's what I is thinking. Um, I did want to ask you this. So it looks like Kirk Cousins and the Vikings are at a little bit of a contractual stalemate. Now, I know the Patriots are not a team that needs to jump in and get a quarterback immediately to compete this year. Uh, the aspirations of just having a near 500 record should be the peak of what the Patriots hope for this season. Obviously not winning the AFC East, but hey, who knows? Anything is possible, right? So I'm wondering... Uh, I'm wondering, would there be any interest in, like, if the Vikings won't give him a fully guaranteed contract and he wants to move on from there, any interest here? Or I'm going to ask a crazier question. Let's say Kyle Shanahan's like, you know what? Damn it. That's it. Brock, you're really good. But I think I can get back to the Super Bowl and finally win it with Kirk Cousins. Would you have any interest in maybe calling up the Niners and being like, what would it take to get a shiny little purdy over here in the land of formerly irrelevant in New England?
0: Uh, I would not. Okay. Um, I would not have interest in Kirk Cousins. Too much okay. money, too short term, not ready. That's, you know, to me, yeah. he needs to go somewhere like Matthew Stafford goes to the Rams, Brady goes to the Bucks with the idea like this is a pretty good team. I can put them over the top. And the 49ers obviously make sense there. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy, to me, I think is a second tier quarterback. And you're certainly not built with the weapons and the opportunities, the playmakers that the 49ers have represented for him in the last couple of years. But the name you didn't mention. Oh, some reports out of Tampa that the Bucks may franchise Antoine Winfield and Correct. therefore Baker Mayfield, if he's not signed first, because obviously they could just flat out sign the guy to whatever contract they they're working on. But Baker Mayfield could be available. He is the veteran quarterback that I would at least consider, given his background with Elliot Wolf and uh-huh. Alex Van Pelt and, and, and his right? upside. Now. Do I feel great about it? Do I feel like I've just entered the conversation as one of those teams in the AFC with a true franchise quarterback? I do not. But if you're going to sell me on a different plan than taking a quarterback at three, whatever the different plans are, I don't hate the Baker Mayfield plan because when he's on, he's fun to watch. And mm-hmm. maybe Alex Van Pelt is the right guy to have him on more often than not. I also think the, the travels and trials and tribulations to go three T's Three example style like Bill Belichick and Nick Fitzy Stevens. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we love Baker Mayfield.
0: Yep. Baker Mayfield been through some crap in the NFL, and you know we're coming off a quarterback who went through crap and fell apart, absolutely mm-hmm. turned to a puddle of goo. Ooh. I think Baker Mayfield might be a guy you could hitch your wagon to, and say at the very least, he's going to handle himself. He'll 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 keep it together mentally, emotionally. No matter if we bottom out a little bit, we're not quite ready to rebound and start going the other way. So, of the veteran quarterbacks or uh, non-number three overall pick quarterback options, I would listen to the idea of
1: Baker Mayfield. I would too. I would. I would love. The only thing is, like, if if he's going to cost, you know, if he and the Bucks can't come to some sort of agreement, and he's going to cost like three years, hundred and ten million dollars. Like, do you want to spend that much of your money on? Do you want to spend that much of the money on Baker Mayfield right away? Like, and is the he cost the, is that of doing business? I know it is. It's most definitely the cost of doing business.
0: Um, so if I wanted want to cheap, share the draft a guy. If you want cheap, draft a guy. If you want to go in a different direction and maybe quicker, whatever, then you're gonna have to spend a lot of. I mean, it's gonna be
1: more than that for Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins north of oh, hell yeah, dollars a year, so and he wants it fully guaranteed as well. What's um, well, let me real quick just share this. So, Mike Cadillac and Rick Stroud, who we've all become familiar with because we got to know Rick because he covered the bucks and continues to do a good job covering the bucks um, for the Tampa Bay times. And he was like the Brady whisperer down. There. He was like the, the current for Tampa um, for all those years, Brady was there. Um, so he wrote Antoine Winfield, likely candidate to receive franchise tag. Cadlett quote tweets that and says, this would mean Baker Mayfield is set become an unrestricted free agent in March connections. Like you pointed out with high Smith, Van Pelt and Wolf come to the Patriots. Stroud then quote tweets that and says, I wouldn't bet on it. They won't have to use a franchise tag on Baker to sign him to a long-term deal. Both want to get something done in Tampa Bay. So are we just,
0: but sometimes you want to get something done and then it doesn't get done. You don't get it done. Right. And then maybe the guys, maybe the guys at first just looking for leverage, right? That's the other thing. Oh, you guys want to, you guys want to nickel and dine me. I'll go visit the Patriots. I'll go visit my old boy, Alex Van Pelt and, uh, Elliot Wolf. And then all of a sudden you get here and he's like, huh, I was kind of using this as a leverage play, but I kind of like these guys. And maybe this is a legitimate, you know what I mean? Stuff happens. Like we think, Mm -hmm. you know, God, you know, we plan and God laughs or whatever kind of thing, but you never know, maybe Reggie white, if, if God can tell Reggie white to go to green Bay, maybe he can tell Baker Mayfield, go to New England.
1: Good point, point. and that was a reasonably successful stop on the Reggie White professional football tour. Absolutely, just ask, uh, just ask Max Lane how that worked out. Yeah, Max is a very nice guy. I mean, no disrespect to Max. He's a he's a solid good. He dude. got his ass kicked. It's not. I mean, it's all <laughs> it's, there for all the. It's world. Reggie White. What are you going to do for God's right. sakes? It's not like he uh, get his ass kicked by you like that. No, no, that would be that would be a t- tragic. I mean, maybe on the golf course, but not on the football field. Reggie um, White. It is what it is. Jeez, <laughs> R.I.P. Um. And no love. Uh what about what about the handsome one? What about the two-game suspension for James Garoppolo? Is um it, any interest? Uh, lukewarm um
0: interest, I guess. Uh it I do think they need to add a veteran, a rookie, whoever those guys are. The the level, I mean, I guess if you add Baker Mayfield, the rookie is a much lower level rookie. Mm-hmm. Um so I would listen to Jimmy Garoppolo and, and there's obviously a connection like to, you know, he played with Dante Hightower. Like this organization is aware of what Jimmy Garoppolo represents. Um, I wouldn't, it wouldn't excite me. I feel better about Baker Mayfield than the upside. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo's career has taken a downward turn of late. Brutally, and now he's turning brutally.
1: Yeah, kids say, uh, stay off the drugs. Uh, Handsome Jimmy will tell you. I don't know what the heck he took. Beauty obviously has its price. I'd be curious to see if Mayo and company have the same level of interest that Josh and Belichick did years ago as well. We'll see. I'm all for at least a veteran and a rookie coming through the door. That could be the kind of, who knows? You know, maybe if you sign a Mayfield, then you take a Spencer Rattler in the second or third round or someone else that you can sit on for a year or two at yep. least. And, you know, find out if he pans out because you've got a plus level starter coming in as Mayfield showed last year that when you surround him with some talent and competent play calling, Dave Canales is now the head coach of uh, Carolina, for God's sake. He did such a good job with Baker Uh, and it helps when you have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and Rashad White at running back as well. So we shall see my word, Andy. It's almost an hour's worth of pod right there. The people got their money's worth and then some on this spectacular edition of Six Rings and Football Things. The latest is always the greatest with Fitzy and Hart. Any thoughts, please share them with us. You know the socials, at Fitzy Gfy at JumboHeart, and at Six Rings Pod. Andy and Mike Catholic will be back with a one-off Wednesday coming up in just one day's time. We'll have some more later in the week. And, of course, if there are any tags, signings, releases, and more, stay tuned. We could have an emergency pod just like that. Like that. That's it. So always stay tuned, keep your alerts set, like, share, smash that, subscribe, and tell everyone the best community around to talk all things Patriots is Six Rings. For turp, for Hart, for Fitzy, this has been Six Rings of Football all Things. Pleasure as always, everybody. Good day, God bless. Keep in touch, and go Pets.